You are listening to Read Around the Rosé, the podcast full of prose. We're just two friends that love murder mysteries and dystopian novels while drinking wine because, well, that's just what we do. This is the book club podcast that you never knew you wanted. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. And this week, we are discussing Delirium. But before we get into that, Megan, why don't you talk about the wine we've been yes, drinking? Yes, this delicious wine that just came in today in Nicole's wine shipment. It is called Big Beat Red Blend. Pretty good. I think what got me is um, the fruit it describes on the back. So it is a Big Beat. is full-bodied, dance-ready red blend that begs you to pump up the volume and get down. <laughs> Till dawn. Okay, I didn't read that part before. It's a little <laughs> cheesy, okay. Um, but it does have flower uh, flavors of raspberry, rose petals, and a hint of cola. Oh, that was interesting. And likely have you drinking on repeat. And best part, 13.9%. Yep. But why just the point nine? Yeah, I don't know. They could have definitely rounded that straight up to 14. They they should have. They have not put more in it. I mean, I don't really know what to tell you. But it's really cute, and it tastes delicious. It is delicious. Perf. All right. So, oh, yeah, we got a clink. Yeah. And we clink. And drink. Oh, yeah. Ah, so good. Uh, I think I like it better with some ice in it. Yes, me too. All right, so what are we what are we talking about this week? All right, this week we got Delirium by Lauren Oliver. And here is the synopsis. And once again, I am reading it from Goodreads.com. In an alternate United States, love has been declared a dangerous disease, and the government forces everyone who reaches 18 to have a procedure called a cure. Living with her aunt, uncle, and cousins in Portland, Maine, Lena Holloway is very much looking forward to being cured and living a safe, predictable life. She watched love destroy her mother and isn't about to make the same mistake. But with 95 days left until her treatment, Lena meets enigmatic Alex, a boy from the wilds who lives under the government's radar. What will happen if they do the unthinkable and fall in love? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me? Oh, you know, just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a few sips of this delicious wine I got. I'm prepared, but not that prepared. Come on. Okay. My first question for you. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the government completely closing the entire U.S. border? Not letting anyone in or out. It's just awful. It is so awful. Like, not only, like, closing it off for no one to enter your country. That's just horrible in itself. Just because what if there's a big world crisis and there are refugees looking for shelter in a place? Well, no, can't come to the United States because it's shut off to everyone. Mm-hmm. As well as it's really messed up to keep everyone inside the borders. It's like all freedoms and liberties were absolutely stripped away, and it's a very controlled society. Yeah, and in this environment, the people, especially people Lena's age, they think this is just normal. It's like, 
all right, this is just what happens. That you don't get to travel outside of, like, go to different countries and experience different cultures. I don't even think they actually really travel outside of their own cities. No, they're not allowed to. Because the ID card is for the city that they're in. Yeah, like, I can't imagine not even being able to leave the fucking city. It is kind of just what it is. You are assigned a career path, a significant other, you're told how many kids to have, and that's just the life you live. You have no choice. Yeah, I also had a side note about my that question. Um, the walls and borders remind me of the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, and, yeah, it really does. And a little bit of the current government and what they're trying to do. Damn, Mike, drop. We won't take it too political because we're not trying to go there, but it. But you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's all. I mean, that's all I, I really yeah. have to. I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah. All right. What you got? All right. So kind of just going off on what you just said, you were kind of on the same page mm-hmm. starting out. Um, what are your thoughts about the dystopian world that considers love a disease and that the feeling of love is cured? Could you survive in that type of society? So I guess it's a two-parter. What do you think? And then could you live yeah. there? I think. Oh, what do I think? <laughs> I'm sure you think a lot. <laughs> it's like how to narrow it down. Yes. I feel like the society without love is just so boring. Right? Because without love, I feel like there's almost. I don't feel like you can just remove the emotion of love. I feel like when they remove that emotion, they remove pretty much all other emotions. And so, like, the any paired couple that's together, they're just, might as well be robots just oh yeah, going there day by day, same exact thing, kind of every day. Taking it a little step further, it's like, oh, when you get the procedure, when you get cured, mm-hmm. then, like, they're telling Lena that she might not want to even run anymore. Yeah. Like her personality is going it's to change It's going to change their personality. Like, because she, she loves running. So after she gets rid of the love, she's going to be like, well, I don't, why do I want to run? Like, who cares? Like. Exactly. Nothing to be There's no, about. no desire for anything. Whether hate or any, hate, love, indifference. Like, I just feel like you can't have any of that. And I don't think I could live that way. Like, there are some times where I feel like I can see why they think that love is such a big deal or a problem. Because, especially new love. Oh, yeah. It's like when you don't quite know what you you're put on the blind And you put on the blinders. Yes, and, and you do just kind of dive right in and you do it blindly. And... You're just so overwhelmed by that emotion that maybe you do get preoccupied and you forget about your friends or you don't focus as much on your family or school or work or whatever stage of life you're in. I can see what they mean, but I feel like that's all a part of being human. Totally. It's the human experience. We're the only creatures that are able to express how we feel our passions with our verbal words. I mean, yes, other animals can, like, 
do different things to express it, but we, we that's a part of us. Right. Just being able to even talk about what we like. Yeah, and I feel like um, without that, it's just so boring, and what's the point? Exactly. So I think I would um, probably be one of the resistors. I agree. Try to get out. For sure. Did I answer? No, you, you answered it. All of both parts? Yep. Okay, cool. You're on point. All right, what you got? Let's see. I'll skip that question because I already talked about government stuff, so it's fine. Um, when Lena goes to the party at the farm and sees Alex for the second time, she had a thought that she felt slightly angry talking to him, and that gave her confidence. Do you think there's some truth in that? Like, when we were teenagers, or maybe even still, I don't know, that in order to talk to our crushes confidently, it helps to feel slightly annoyed or angered by them? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's why, I mean, me personally went through... I mean, I didn't date like a lot of guys, but like you just kind of find the passion in things sometimes you don't like about them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you're in class, and you're like, oh, I really don't like it when they do that. And then over time, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I like them. <laughs> and, but you know, you still remember those little ticks. It's like pet peeves, kind of. But yeah, but I think it was like she didn't even know how to talk to him. She didn't even know she had a crush on him yet. But for some reason, she's like, I don't, because she would always describe herself as kind of second best. She always described her friend Hannah as better than her, prettier, this, that, and the other. And she was so ready for the cure that she was, like, not even thinking about falling in love. But when she described how talking to Alex always made her feel a little bit angry, but that gave her confidence, I kind of thought, I wonder if that's why I was kind of mean to boys growing up. (laughs) Well, you chased them on the playground. I don't think I chased oh, them, but okay. just, like, I, I was a little mean to them, like, taught in the way I spoke to them. And I think it, that was my way of trying to gain some confidence, because otherwise I was just way too shy and, like, couldn't speak to them at all. But when I found a way to be angry or annoyed and I could, like, call them out on their bullshit, <laughs> that gave me confidence to, like, actually speak to them. <laughs> so I felt like I related with her and that. And at the same aspect. time, she doesn't know how to talk to any boy at all. Yeah. So that also might, like, she's so frustrated because she doesn't know how to do it. This is the first time. Uh-huh. She's not supposed to be talking to other boys. That's how she was raised. Mm-hmm. It could be, like, just a whole bunch of bunch of emotions mixed all together mm-hmm. at the same time. And that could also be part of her anger towards just the whole situation. Yeah. I just I just really related with, with that <laughs> comment. I was like... I never thought of it that way, but I feel you. I feel you, Lena. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so my next one. Do you think sexual pleasure? I can't talk today. Sorry. Do you think sexual pleasures are even meant when uh, someone is cured, or is it just a chore that you have to have a certain amount of kids? It's definitely just a chore. How awful. Yeah, like, they don't have any feeling, desire, passion, love whatsoever. They're assigned, oh, we need to have three kids. So they're like, okay, well, we're probably on the schedule. We're going to have a kid, like, every year for the next three years or however they feel like planning it out. So I feel like they're just literally on a schedule because if you remember, they even watched cured couples for if they, like, 
people holding hands in public or oh, yeah, true. showing anything like that in public, they couldn't do it. It's just so it's so strange. It's just like, okay, well, let's go to our bedroom and get this over with. We have until we get pregnant and then, you know, do they just never touch each other again? Do they feel any pleasure down there? I don't think Is so. It, like because they have no they can't feel love, can they not Hmm? I just feel like because that without love, I feel like they just have zero desire. It's just so awful. Zero passion. So I think they literally get together as like a, well, it's baby making time. Looks like you're ovulating. Yes. It's time to go. Yep. Let's do this. Uh. <laughs> I don't think they even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they even talk about that. Damn, like not even like a robot conversation. I don't think so. I think it's just, I think it's strictly okay. We did that. Our mission is accomplished. We'll, we'll see in a month if I'm pregnant. We'll try again then. I feel like that's more how it goes. Not even a mon- monotonous. Was that good for you? <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's what I think. All right. Okay. 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 The regulators and guards are all pretty violent. Should the cure have also removed the tendency for violence since you can't really have hate without love? Ooh. Nice. I like that question. Yes. Like, it it shouldn't shouldn't have, like, love and hate, hate and war. I mean, like, don't love and hate their opposites. They just go together. I feel like they were, they removed... They were trying to get rid of love because of the violence it was creating. But the resistors are full of violence. But, I mean, for them, no, because they killed that dog. I was like, no, they're only violent towards people that are not following the rules, but they killed that dog because Yeah, just dog because was it was barking. That's too excessive. That, that like, yeah. hurt my feelings. Yeah. It was even sad for when Lena, like, tripped over it and she was just like, what is that? Oh. That, that. Yeah, it, and then the people that have been cured, they're just, I think someone yelled, stop, don't hurt the dog for a minute. But then eventually it was just like, yeah, okay, well. And then like, even towards the end of the book, Lena was like, I didn't think resist, uh, not the resist, the, the resistance, the regulator, sorry, ugh, should even, like, I didn't even know they held, held guns. Yeah, she thought they only had, um, like, baton sticks. And, well, there were lots of gunfire. Yeah. I just found it pretty ironic how violent they were. It was awful. Sure, they want they want everyone to be following the rules, but I would have thought they would have found a more peaceful way to try and um, regulate that. All they want is order. That's literally all it is. They take away love because they want order. And if you're not in order, then... Then you get beat. Then you get beat, like, to death. Because remember there was points in the book where there were some... they would take the baton and hit the teenagers in the back of the head so hard. Yeah. They would die from it. And multiple times. So, or, like, the house raid. Just yeah. Just the violence and the dogs and just, like, to the extreme measures they were going to mm-hmm. to just round up those children, essentially. Yeah, I just couldn't get that out of my head. I'm like, everything is supposed to be peaceful and happy and... 
this cure was supposed to unhappy. I mean, is that even an emotion they can cure everything? And here they are being super violent because the kids who haven't been cured are trying to live a normal teenage life. As they, that's all they know, besides knowing the word love at all. Yeah, it just it was very very hypocritical. Awful. Yeah. All right, ready. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of Alex in the end? Did you um, ever think he'd join Lena? Or did you see him sacrificing himself? And do you think they'll ever be back together again? Can we come back to that? Okay. Because I have... Do you have another question you can ask me? Yeah. Because I have a very similar, but I wanted to kind of keep it for the end end since that's at the end of the book. No, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, How do you feel about the twist of Lena's mom still being alive? Why do you think everyone told Lena and Rachel that she died by suicide? How would Lena and Rachel's lives be different if the people around them knew that their mom was in a lockdown psych ward instead of dying by suicide? Would they have been treated differently growing up? It's like a lot, but it kind of all flows together. So, like, how did you feel about the twist? And then, like, if growing up they would have been told the truth, I think would their lives have been different or they would have been treated I, different? I, I think you need to break this down one question at a time for me. Okay, sorry. I was really excited <laughs> when I wrote this. Okay, well, let's just start from the top. How do you yeah, feel about the twist of Lena's mom being alive? Okay, I thought... I don't know what I thought. I mean, I don't know what you thought either. I'm not in your... I can't read your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, was it a good uh, twist? Were you surprised? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, that's, that's a good... That's an emotion. Like... I can't imagine living 12 years of my life thinking my mom had killed herself and everyone around me also telling me that and being shunned for it. So why do you think the girls were not told about all of this growing up? Well, I think it was because her mom was a resistor. Like, they didn't even, like, care to think about her children? No, because... That was shameful. That made her mom an invalid, which they didn't even talk about or acknowledge that invalids existed. True. So telling the daughters that, oh, your mom is really just like locked up in the psych ward, that's just going to make them want to reach out to their mom and like have a relationship with their mom. But everyone, all the adults in their lives who are caring for them, want them to move on and know that being cured is the only way and the best way. Yeah. So letting them know that their mom is still alive would only um, hinder that. You're right. No, that's a great point. I didn't think about that. All right. So the next part is how do you think their lives would be different if the people around them and they knew that their mom was in the psych ward instead of dying by suicide? Would they have been treated any differently? Or would it just been like a big shun factor like it was regardless? I think it still would have been a shun and shameful thing. I think it would have been a constant, you don't want to end up like your mother in the psych ward. Oh, well, I don't even think they call it a psych ward. They call it the crypts. Well, that's just, they, that's she's just basi- what I associated it with. She's basically in prison. Yeah, because they can't in sol- her. In solitary confinement, basically. Yeah. 
in her own room. It, it, she's just, yeah, she's just being held captive. I guess that's what I think, like, what I thought of it when, like, it was describing me. I think not only was it, like, a prison, but, like, the people in their minds that can't get a handle on this lifestyle, they're, like, they're just put there. Yeah, but I guess for me, a psych ward, there's at least some treatment involved. Oh, true. You're right. Um, This is just them being held captive and kept away from normal society. And such, like, security. Yeah. Like, in in a... Because you can't have people who still believe in love infect the rest of your city, Megan. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, yeah, I think they actually probably would have been treated worse if they they knew their mother was alive. So maybe that's... And that was a pub. If that was a public knowledge thing, I think the children would have been treated even worse. Okay, so maybe that's why they. I mean, they even decided to say that she died by suicide instead. Probably like, due to this like elaborate story for it all. Yeah. Dang! Oh, that sucks too. Just because, like, remember at the beginning of the book, Lena had all of those nightmares about her mom and drowning and jumping off a cliff and all that. Uh huh. Like, just ugh. and her mom was alive the whole time. <laughs> Uh, yeah such a good book i really like this one yeah this one was very good very fast-paced action film i think i just like there was never a moment of twists and turns yeah Yeah. i loved it okay your turn okay so in the book they say you cannot have love and desire without the other that they coexist do you agree i mean to some extent love and desire go together but I could desire that donut doesn't mean I'm passionate and I love that donut. I just really want it. I think yeah. desire can be used in different contexts. So, I mean, if you're talking about like, oh, I desire Jorge right over there. <laughs> sure, I might be having like love with my desire. Mm-hmm. But if I'm talking about like, I desire you doesn't mean I want to like rip your clothes off and like maybe I just really like you I don't know that one didn't quite work out as well as I thought in my head but (laughs) I just think there's different context of the word desire and I think love can go with desire but I think desire can have its own meaning too I do too like I don't think that they have to coexist I think that they definitely do coexist but it's not like you can have one without the other yeah like I love you, but I don't desire you. Okay, there we go. That's what I was going for with my (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah. Yeah, so it could go the opposite way, too. Maybe I do desire you, but I don't necessarily love you. Like if you went to a party and you're just looking for a hookup or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't agree with that sentiment. I think they just started taking, like, anything that had any – that fit under the umbrella of love mm-hmm. and just said, nope, not that, not that, 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 because we're creating a society that is brainwashed zombies that do whatever the fuck we want to do them to do at all times. Exactly. Awful. Okay. Well, I, I still only have my last questions. Okay. Then we can kind of end on the, the same note then. So do you want to reread yours and then I'll read you yep. mine? Sounds good. Um, what did you think of Alex in the end? Did you ever think he'd join Lena, or did you see him sacrificing himself? And will they ever be together again? Okay, so here's my question and why I wanted to come back to yours. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel at the end when Alex <laughs> helped Lena get over the border 
but he was caught. Do you think he'll make it? What are your predictions for the next book, Pandemonium? Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so we were basically the same. Okay, well. So you want me to go first since yeah, you technically you asked the question first? Well, I mean, let's just talk about it. Yeah, we can you just talk first. about it. So I was so distraught when Alex didn't make it over the damn fence. I just, I really wanted to cry a little bit. Like, I got so close to this book so fast. I know. I wanted him so to awful. make it so bad to get over with Lena but at the same time I was so happy that he helped her escape because what good is it going to do if they both get caught now I don't know if he is alive or if he's going to actually make it what do you think I mean with all the blood Mm -hmm. going down him it was kind of like the last scene we really got of him right I I mean I thought it was kind of heroic of him to kind of take the, it's not like a beating, but like take what was happening to him mm-hmm. because he loved Lena so much that in a way he was sacrificing himself for her. Yeah, he didn't want her to get killed or And or came up with a like, game plan somewhere. on the fly to make it work. Yep. And I was really, I was really upset. Um, I really hope he does come back. I feel like the whole reason... For her to even kind of wake up out of the society that she's living in was because of Alex. And so I hope even if, like, they get separated for a long time, mm-hmm. I hope they find their way back to each other. Just because that was such an adorable love story. I know. I and loved them they, so much. All they did was, like, cuddle and make out. They didn't even take it, like, this step further. I just kept really waiting for it Mm -hmm. like for them to like you know get it on but you know i appreciated that they took it so slow because this is brand new to lena and she didn't even know she could love or wanted to love true so if they had just jumped straight into having sex pretty quickly i don't think it would have been that all that realistic I thought maybe maybe the time that I thought that like it could have happened was when they went to the wild together for the first time mm-hmm. and they were in his camper and they could see the stars. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's leading into a very romantic moment and it was very intimate with the poetry. That's the only part I was really like, hmm, maybe. But you're right. It was a really sweet kind of like innocent beginning of a love that I, I, I want to see what happens with that. Yeah. But, I mean, they're both so di- – they're probably be different at that point, character-wise. So now, Lena's made it over the border. Yes. And she's just having to run. That would be terrifying. And this is only her second time in the wilds. Didn't even know it really was an okay place to even be beforehand. Yeah. Like, how – do you think she's going to find her way to Alex's trailer? I don't know. It, well, well – because I remember they have the blue markings on the trees, but but I don't think she has any flashlights. No. I don't think she had, they didn't, their timeline got sped up so fast that they didn't have all the things they needed with them. I don't see her remembering for the first time ever in the wild. I don't see her remembering where the flashlight was hidden because it was dark when they even went in the first, that first time. Right. And even then, Alex was the one navigating. I don't think she's going to, I don't think she's going to end up there. Yeah, she's just going to have to keep running and hope she finds some nice people. Or, I mean, it's a three-part 
trilogy. Yeah. So obviously she lives. And but the, I, this is cheating for me because I've read it before, so I can't really answer beyond this. So what do you predict is going to happen in the next book? I feel like somehow she's going to find a way to survive in the wild. May that be on her own. I'm very doubtful of that just because she doesn't quite know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, she might find like a little community to be a part of. And then I think just really the next part just depends if she thinks Alex is alive or dead. Because if she thinks he's dead, is she going to go after him and try to save him? Mm-hmm. But her identity is invalid now. Yeah. Or is she going to go ahead and start her building a new life for herself? Oh, and another thing we kind of left out, her mom escaped the crypts. She did. So I wonder if she's going to go try and look for her mom. It's also been 12 years since she's even seen her mom. Right, but she had her mom just escaped not that long ago. But it's also such a vast place to like go. That's true, but I can see... And I read this book many years ago, so what I'm saying is me just trying to guess and not really knowing 100%. I can see her since she lost Alex and doesn't know if he's alive. She knows her mom escaped into the wild. I can see her at least asking around and seeing somebody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If she can find her way back. But if someone were to ask her, like, hey, what what does she look like? Yeah, she wouldn't know. That's going to be the tough part. Yeah. Because even then, who who knows what condition her mom was when she even escaped. That's true. Or if she if she escaped, was she able to survive? That's true. Because from what it sounded like from Alex, the reason why they were preparing so long in advance was there's not a lot of resources out there. Mm-hmm. So would her mom even know what to do? Does Lena know what to do? I mean, Lena for sure doesn't know what to do. <laughs> She was depending on Alex. Goodness. That's the scariest part of this. It really is. It's like me putting myself in her shoes. Like, oh, what what would I do? Yeah. (laughs) But maybe I should have just got the cure. (laughs) Maybe my life wasn't as bad as I thought it would. Maybe that's why no one leaves. Yeah. Because they just think about, I mean, first off, they don't even know what the wild is. They think it's some awful... Or that it doesn't actually... Heathens. No, they don't even think it actually exists. The government doesn't even acknowledge that the invalids or that the wilds are a real thing. You're right. So maybe that's why no one even tries, because they don't think anything's even out there. Yeah. All right, we're ready for our our what would you do's? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Um, What would you do if you were Alex... If you and Alex got to the wild successfully... Well, I think I would do what they had originally planned. Just know we can never go back. Nope, sure can't. Um, I mean, I know we didn't have all our supplies and things that we had originally intended to bring with us to help us last longer. But I think there are a lot of people. I think there are more people in the wilds than we know of. And so I think there has to be as a community. I think everybody works together and helps each other out. So I think I would just try and build a life as best I can out there if there's any of the um rebellion movement you know like where the quote-unquote invalids try to infiltrate um the city and make change in there maybe I would try to be a part of that somehow 
but um, since I escaped, I don't think I could actually be someone who went back into the city back and forth like Alex used to. Yeah. I But if I could help in any way to try and spread the word that all those people are being lied to, I think I would try to help. Um, but I think I would just, for the most part, try to just build a happy life with the love of my life. and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Such a sweet little, just a little lie. <laughs> I think that's what they wanted. Okay. So, not necessarily of what would you do, but along the same lines. So, at one point in the book, Hannah and Lena seem like they're growing apart. Have you ever had that kind of awkward growing apart from a best friend where one just seems to be growing up a little faster than the other? If so, which friend were you and how do you feel about it? Um, so I have someone that immediately comes to my mind and it's not that one of us grew up more than the other. It's more or less we chose different like career paths right out of high school. Like uh, my friend chose to go into the military, and uh-huh. I chose to go to college. I guess I'm thinking more while you're in junior high or high school. Not adult life, but like early childhood type friendships. That's, mm. that's why I mean the grow- awkward growing apart. If not, continue with your example. I didn't mean that's, to like... That's the only example I have. Okay, go for it. That's what I, I just can't think of anything like that. Because, I mean, gro- moving around, I wasn't... It was, I didn't really have the opportunity. I feel like it would have happened if I, we still lived in Ohio. And I still, like, because, you know, I was kindergarten uh-huh. and up to sixth grade there. So maybe maybe if I had still had some of those friends, I could have seen mm-hmm. that happening with. Um, but since I've been in Texas, nothing like that has really happened. Just, like, just, just really choosing different career paths. Mm-hmm. That changed so much. Um, like, me and this friend, we're still able to talk. But it's more strained because we knew the relationship we used to have mm-hmm. and um i think that impacts it a lot as well it's funny how our lives align now too like just where we're at like you know i just finished my second degree she's about to finish her second degree so no matter what path we chose mm-hmm. like school wise we're still kind of like right there with each other yeah just in different walks of life in different states even now but, I mean, sorry, that, that, that's the only exa- example I have to answer your question. I guess for me, I was thinking of, um, I had a friend, we were like best friends all through elementary school. Like, we did everything together. We lived on the same street, spent the night at each other's houses all the time. And then, as soon as we entered junior high, we went to the same school. Um, something happened over the summer where I, I don't know, she matured or... I don't know. It was that awkward. She was growing up a little bit faster than I was. Um, And as soon as we got into junior high, she stopped talking to me altogether. And there, you know, where like Lena wanted to go out to parties and, um, oh, I'm sorry, Hannah wanted to go out to parties. And Lena was like, no, I, that's against the rules and I shouldn't do that and this and that and the other. Like I was a lot younger than them in this example that I'm giving, but I remember like all of a sudden like we were best friends and now all of a sudden she's like too cool for me oh okay yeah now it's bringing up some like 
and friendships just the same way. Yeah, and she made and she made all this whole new friend group and just literally just stopped talking to me. Wow. And we were on still living on the same street and everything all through junior high. I think somewhere either toward the end of junior high or right before high school, they ended up moving to Louisville. Oh. And so we were like completely cut ties, but I remember being like, what the I was so upset by that because I was like, we were literally best friends one day, and then the next day, I was too, I was not cool enough. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? And I kind of got sort of that feeling. They ended up making up by the end in the book. Yeah, but I, that made me so happy. But I was getting that feeling like where uh, Hannah was kind of like, oh, I want to go do these more mature parties and this, that, and the other, where Lena was hanging back still trying to be good and following the rules and that. So, yeah. Cool. Anyway. Good example. <laughs> good story. All right, last one for me. Um, what would you do to avoid being cured? And you cannot choose what Lena and Alex did at the end of the book. Oh, no. <laughs> can't make it too easy for you to just be like same thing okay I don't think there's anything I mean maybe I wouldn't run away in the same fashion that they did but in order to stay alive I think the only option is to run away yeah because otherwise they're going to capture you and they're going to force you to have the cure whether you want it or not which is they were they were trying to do that to Lena, and luckily Gracie helped her escape. Mauling off those restraints. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I would escape. No, that's a whole other <laughs> thing I'd have to think about. But yeah. but I honestly think that running away to the wilds would literally be your only option. The only do the you? only other thing I can even think of is that you get you get the cure. But you're just hoping the whole time you're like your mom and it doesn't stick. Yeah, but... Does that mean it's a 50-50 chance? I mean, it stuck with Rachel, mm-hmm. but maybe it'd be different with Lena. Maybe, but that's not her avoiding getting the cure. That's just, I know. That's just hoping for the best. Yeah. So I think... So I asked you the question <laughs> about myself. Yeah, I think you either have to choose to kill yourself or run away. Un- Unfortunately, options Lena had, anyways. Unfortunately, I yeah. think those are your options in this society. In the society, in the books. Ah, all right. Well, okay. Was that your you last one for live me? And or you die. All right, I got two more for you. Ooh, all right, go for it. All right. What would you do if you knew you only had two weeks left with the first person you've ever loved, and that the procedure you were going to have would make you lose your feelings for them, and probably. Most, if not all, of the memories you have together. I'm going to run the fuck away. She chose right. <laughs> running away. Yes. I, I mean, there's no way around it. Like, uh, like, we, like we just said, it's either you take the cure or you die. Or you get restrained by all the people like Rachel did. Remember her sister? Yes. They're like, um, it took like three or four people to restrain her to get her to go get the cure. So that's probably going to happen to me. Because I'm going to resist the fuck out of it. I'm not going to just walk in there and gladly get this, like, horrible procedure done. Yeah. Okay. 
And then my last one, which I guess we kind of touched on in our normal questions, but this one's made for you to make more personal. Um, what would you do if you found out your mom was still alive, who you thought was dead for the last 12 years, and being kept in the crypts, only to find out a short time later that she's also escaped? I mean, first, I would have a lot of feelings. Kind of just like Elena, like, why didn't she try to come get me? Mm-hmm. Does she care? Does she think about me? Because I think about her. I mean, it's going to be a whole laundry list of those sorts of emotions going through my head. Right. Um, I would really hope that regardless of the mom escaping, I would hope that she would try to have some sign for me or something. Maybe try to send me something to know, like, just something. And, and then mm-hmm. not only just that, but a feeling of just sadness. Because I bet if she would have gotten there. A few weeks earlier, she would have been able to, like, at least see have her. a reunion with her mom. Yeah. I'm with you. I was also slightly annoyed, though, by Lena's, why did my mom come try to get me? Because I felt like it was so obvious. It was, but like, I mean. She would obviously be killed or recaptured or something if she tried to come near you. Like, there was no way for her to come. Because obviously get you. that's the first place they're going to go look at. Yeah. But, I mean, at that, maybe it's just a sign, just something. Yeah. And maybe that's why the whole room was filled with the word love over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to remind Lena that, or anyone that saw that, like, you can't take away what I feel. Right. So maybe that was a sign and we just, I just caught it now. Yeah. Okay. That's such a good book. Mm-hmm. I really, there was just, we could talk all night about this book. I really liked it. Well, I think we're done with that. Yep, done with that. Um, next week, you're going to get a bonus episode. Bonus. We don't know what yet. You'll, it'll be a surprise. Um, We're going to absolutely, like, as we're drunk, do it next. So, Yeah, we're going to get drunker and we're going to do something. So, surprise. Surprise. Listen, stay tuned for the next one next week. <laughs> Woo. And then after that. Yep, you'll get book two, um, Pandemon- pan- pan- pandem- Pandemonium. Pandemonium. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, was, I can, like, say it in my head, but saying it out loud was a lot harder. <laughs> well, we're, um, we're just going to stick with this, this, day, this day. I can't talk. This fine. dystopian this series. This series. It's a trilogy. Trilogy. So you'll get all three eventually. Yes. From us. I mean, I've... I'm so excited. I can't even wait to start reading the next one. So in the meantime, if you would like to uh, connect with us, talk, tell us how your day went. Um, tell us any feelings or thoughts, questions, answers. In a society without love? What do you feel about that? Yeah. It's awful, huh? Give us your opinions. Um, you can reach us at readaroundtherose at gmail.com. Read Around the Rose on Instagram. And read around the rosé on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Find us. It's not hard. We're big purple background, wine glasses. Bookshelf. You got it. Find (laughs) us. Hang out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Until then. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys.